Good afternoon. This is John Richardson speaking with you today from Toronto, Canada. And today is Monday, August the 8th, 2022, which, depending on how you view it, we're going to call it Coots Day because my, yeah. guest, my return guest is David Coots, my longtime personal trainer. And uh, a few years ago, we did a podcast on his birthday to commemorate his life in progress. So here we are back a few years later, August 8th, 2022, the 37th birthday of David Coates to check on him and get the update on a fascinating life in progress. Well, David, how are you today? I'm doing very well there, John. I like the uh, the fascinating life in progress. I guess that's subjective, right? Well, you know, I did a Google search before this, uh, you know, for search term, you know, people who share a birthday with David Coots, and, you know, a whole bunch of people showed up. We have Roger Federer. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. I think I think I may have seen Ken Dryden in there as well. And Okay. You know, et cetera. But, I mean, you know, these are people who – I guess chose to be born on August eighth in anticipation of your birth because Dude, exactly they're a little bit older. They're all worthy. They're all worthy of my birthday. Yeah, <laughs> tell me, you know, as I think about this, every time we do one of these things, I have sure. known you now. I guess about twelve years or something. That's like correct a third yep. of your life or something like that. Yeah, technically. Yeah, Dave and John, uh, a third of my life, hundred percent. Have you have do you have any other clients who've been with you that many years? Yeah, yeah, I think I have uh, maybe 10, 11, maybe yeah, ten or eleven clients that are, are similar in around uh, 11, 12 years. Built uh, built a bunch of you guys up way back then, and uh, got you in good health, and it just 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 kept working, right? We kept continuing to work together, and uh, I continue to try and give you good service and so that we can keep after your goals. And um, I, I love it. The fact that I know you guys so well, you know, you need to take time off, take time off. You need anything specific, you know what you can ask anytime. Right. So um, yeah, I really do enjoy the fact that we've built this relationship. Right. Well, that's right. And I guess what, a couple of years ago after my cycling accident, I mean, I think yes. I recall, who should I call? Coach. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciated that. Yeah, yeah. You gave me a call right after your accident. You were kind of worried, like, should I go to the hospital? You are what's going on, that kind of stuff. And for the most part, I think it was a good idea to talk to somebody because you were a little bit in shock. Uh, and uh, from there, you yeah, went and I got it looked at, got taken care of. Yeah, totally for sure. Yeah. Yeah, you don't have no idea. You broke your collarbone. You have no idea. You're just, your adrenaline's through the roof. So, but uh, yeah, it was very nice of you to give me a call there, John. And uh, I hope I did. Well, thanks for like, the phone, I guess, like it was a Saturday afternoon or whatever. Yeah, but uh, anyway, so 37 years old and you have been devoted yeah. time to personal training. I think it's an amazing achievement that you've got like 10, 11, 12, you know, clients going back that number of years, especially in, you know, in an yeah. industry that's just subject to such churn. So, yeah, you know, you're doing a you're doing a great job. No question about it. No, I think you, sir. How's it feel to be 37? I don't know. Feels the same as 36, right? Uh, I definitely noticed the difference going into my 30s, and I feel like that's kind of stayed consistent. Um, but um, yeah, I feel good. You know, still working on getting younger. Right? 
Well, I guess you've I guess you've probably taken yourself on as a client now, haven't you? Of course, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's very much what I do now. Like I train myself for health and longevity, strength and fitness, and I train you guys the same. Um, and I think that's one of the reasons that I've had you guys for so long is that, yeah, I can give you some bicep workouts or some basic workouts, but it's so tailored to you. Let's take a look at your feet. Let's get your spine healthy. Let's make sure you're eating enough. Let's get your sleep to a solid enough to get your blood sugars regulated, all kinds of stuff, whatever it takes to get you a healthier, happier you. Um, and that continues on my journey. Like I will always continue with that because the body just seems never uh, ending in terms of learning. And, uh, so everything I learn towards myself goes towards you guys. And, uh, you know, I obviously appreciate it enough to stick around with me either that, or I'm just really funny and you can't get enough of me. <laughs> well, a little bit of each, you know, plus, plus have it, I guess. but you know, one of the things that was really interesting was, you know, you yourself had to do some rehabilitative stuff, I guess, a year or so ago. And, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, I was really impressed how you sort of practice yourself, what you preach, and, you know, an amazing, amazing recovery. So, yeah, so yeah, it uh, pushes you a little bit, right? Yeah, so you know that the Coots principles are working. So, anyway, <laughs> let, me, let me thank you for all your help over these years. Of course. Oh, thank you, sir. Yeah, I'm happy to do it. Yeah, so... Where do you, so when, you know, I guess I first met you around, what, 24, 25, I guess, and the world must have looked pretty different to you back then from what it does today. Is that a fair statement? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. For sure. So what's the difference between, you said not much different from 36, but what's the difference between 25 and 37? Oh, man, it's, it's what everyone tells you, you know. You stop being a little whippersnapper and you grow up, right? And you just sort of appreciate the world more and people more and your parents more. You dive more into your education. You take your career a little more seriously. I finally end up leaving the corporate world and now work for myself. It was a huge jump five or six years ago. And I was so happy to have clients uh, continue with me. And uh, so that alone was probably one of the biggest shifts. But yeah, it's just mindset. You know, you grow older, you get wiser. There's no way around it. Um, even if it's not like, the biggest change, you're normally going to learn a thing or two about a thing or two. Well, I guess, I guess that's right. You sure do. So, so it's only been five or six years that you went on on your own. It somehow feels longer to me. <laughs> I know, right? Those starting days at Fortis Fitness. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's kind of interesting. But uh, it does feel longer because I mean, you're always in it day day in and day out. It's my business, you know, staying on top of things as opposed to showing up and signing a sheet, right? Um, so. But yeah, yeah, it does feel like a little longer. Well, the pandemic completely changed your business model. Did it ever? Absolutely. Now we're, uh, are we two and a half years from the shift over? Would that be right? March? Yeah, you're right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Two and a half years. That's incredible because everything, everything has been on, everything has been sort of, uh, what is that thing we use? What are we connected? Wait. Oh, FaceTime or Zoom. FaceTime, right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, that absolutely. training system, right? All virtual. I'm not sure what they are exactly, okay. Yeah, yeah, well, it's similar to Zoom and FaceTime or, uh, you know, you can use WhatsApp, FaceTime or Facebook Messenger. I've had with clients who don't have uh, FaceTime on the phone or whatever, but yeah, yeah, it's made a big change. I mean, 
I get asked a lot when I meet people, they're like, Hey, how are things going? I would assume, you know, it makes sense. Service businesses, massage therapy, all that kind of stuff sounds like, Oh, that's just not going to work with pandemic. Uh, and luckily, like I said, building great relationships with great people over the years, I reached out to everyone and said, listen, this is probably a time to work out more, be very active because you're stuck indoors. And everyone was willing to give virtual a try. And I'll be honest, I, I didn't really know what to expect. I hadn't done it before. I was always hands-on, very detailed with working one-on-one. Um, but, you know, week after week, month after month, you really start to pick it up, where to put the camera, how to program their programs, how to get them ready and set up at home, um, exercise uh, equipment recommendations. I think there was was it the Swiss ball or something? No, the bands I gave you for Christmas there uh, to just upgrade your gym a little bit. Now you got some resistance and stuff. So it's, it's just been a process of what people need and how it works from, from a virtual standpoint. Oh, it's unbelievable how much you can do with, you know, small amounts of equipment, you know, provided yes. you have the motivation. You know, as you know, my problem Very is, true. is the motivation. You know, I mean, I've always... That's where I come in handy, right? I'm not motivated to sit and do my taxes, but my accountant helps like hell for that. Right. So I can't do similar that. idea. I can't do that either. Believe me. Hey, we got help, right? You do what you do. Get some help. Otherwise, I guess that's right. So tell me how easy or hard is it to. So, you know, so you had a, a good client base to follow you into the FaceTime or whatever it is, messenger world. Yep. What about growing your business? Does that work well? Or how does, how does one grow a uh, personal training business in a virtual world? Well, you know, for me, um, I was worried about it and thinking, you know what, I've been off social media for a little while just because I've been focused on virtual and it got kind of noisy in there and I didn't have much of a voice. So I just focused on business and lo and behold, doing good work with good people. It's like, hey, you know, you should talk to my sister uh, or hey, my buddy is looking to lose weight. Um, you know, there's a lot of people that were indoors, not moving or people who were looking for trainers and didn't understand how virtual work, but were willing to give it a shot. And so I picked up a handful or, uh, you know, five or six people easily with just more work, um, just working with people, doing good work with people. And uh, it just gives me that referral. And most of the time when I get a good referral, you know, they understand how I work, uh, what they're looking yeah. for. Right. So. So for me, it's, it's old school. You know, I, I ideally want to start doing more of this podcasting, getting more information out there. You know, people have a lot of questions for trainers. They have a lot of questions about fat loss and muscle gain and stuff that I deal with on a daily basis. So I'd love to give more of that out there. And it also just gives a bit of my, uh, you know, my taste on things and people may have may not like it and reach out to me. Um, but uh, yeah, I think about my dad, you know, he, he was a freelance carpenter for 25, 30 years. I went and worked with him and um, you know, he never went and marketed a day in his life. He didn't go hand out cards. By the time he was finished somebody's reno, that person was so happy with his work, they'd already told his neighbor or his mom, or you, you got to finish my buddy's bathroom. And it was a similar idea. You do good work and people will notice. And I, I try to stick with that. I want to make sure you guys are happy, healthy. I want to go above and beyond. You know, if you have a bad foot, let's not, not just the workout. I'll send you some things, try these supplements, uh, go to this therapist uh, and make it a little more all-encompassing. Um, so you really get the most out of it. Yeah, no, no, no question about that at all. And you're, you know, you're, I think you're a testament to the power of, uh, of referrals and, you know, and, and generally doing a good job. Uh, I mean, I would, I would have to think that the, uh, you know, the business you're in is, has got to be ferociously competitive, isn't it? You know what? You'd like to think so. And, and you think that we like, you know, sometimes you have that trainer versus trainer thought maybe, but I've been on the gym floor with, a team of 30, 40 trainers and 
it all comes back to the same. You know, we're all in this together. The world is sick and the world is getting very obese, uh, unhappy, unhealthy, out of shape. There's just not enough of us, John, realistically. So that I see, yes, there's competitive for getting clients, and stuff, but there's so many people that need help and need fitness and could use a better diet or a better sleep plan or more exercise. And so I, I see it when we I've done with exercise therapy, we did some assisting and instructing a lot of those trainers. We need those guys. We need more and more young trainers and more people to go out there and help with injuries and help with nutrition. Cause we're, we're just seeing a, a more and more sick population. Right. And uh, you know, it, it helps to be part of the, the team to rise up with health. Well, you make it sound as though the world has evolved to the point where there's only two kinds of people, trainers and people who need trainers. <laughs> that's all it is it's as simple as that black and white you got a trainer and, 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 and trainers for trainers and every trainer also has yeah. a trainer. everybody in the world I, has a personal trainer i have a trainer i have a therapist for um uh naturopathic therapist and i have a chiropractor right so and i see those guys as, as needed uh the same way i'd want a client to, to do so right so god you're totally yeah. totally loaded up with uh with, with these people then so tell me where you see the future of this going i mean you know you mentioned a minute ago that i mean this is like a, well, as an observer and having known yeah you, i love these conversations because we're normally like down to business with training so i love it man quite far away here real sort of uh you know teaching mentoring side to you right and uh you know you talk about you know, maybe you should be doing your own podcast. We'll call it the Coots Cast or something of that nature. Mm -hmm. Sure, sure. Yeah, the meat locker, right? The meeting people locker, meet, uh, something along those lines. But yeah, no, the, the teaching thing is funny. I'm, I'll always just give all praise of anything I am to my parents. You know, my mom is now a professor in Sweden teaching teachers because she has her PhD in education. Right. So, you know, my dad's hard work as a carpenter and his, his ability to be good with people and deliver good work obviously rubbed off of me. And my mom's ability to constantly educate herself and be good at teaching and adapting and learning is, again, another thing that, that rubbed off of me. So oh, I am very much so. a product of my family. Yeah. Right? Clearly so. I mean, you're getting you're getting uh, maybe not the best of each of them, but certainly a major component of, of each of them. And, you know, and, and, you, and yep. you really you really put it to good use. Okay, so you. I try to. Yeah, I try to. Yeah. Well, you've been doing this now. You, how old are you? 2021 when you started this? Uh, I got my first client when I was 18. Oh, my God. So that yeah. means that theoretically, if we were to do a podcast on October 8th, a year from now, it would be your 20th, 20 year anniversary. Yeah, I'm training people. Yeah, because even in my first year of fitness college, I got a certified uh, fitness instructor or a certified uh, consultant. I was a fitness consultant. So I was allowed to take people and put them through assessments. And that started right away with someone like, hey, you want to train? So I started even at 18 with, uh, you know, just a single person or two. And then when I was uh, finished with uh, with school, you know, extreme fitness, all that stuff. So yeah, I've had clients since I was 18. Yeah. God, that is absolutely amazing. Absolutely. It's yeah, it's fun. It's it's uh you know, it's a journey. You learn a lot about yourself working with people. Um and uh, you learn a lot about other people working with people. Um yeah, it's something that I recommend for people. More socializing in, in that kind of aspect, different people, different places. Um it's something I was forced into. It's not something you think about when you start fitness. 
But next thing you know, you're going to talk to business John over here and you're going to talk to talk to Sally and you're going to talk to grumpy Gary. And, you know, there's the, all these different personalities that you constantly have to deal with that no one really tells you about. They just tell you, oh, you're going to get people fit. Well, guess what that means? It means you have to deal with people one on one, 60 minutes straight over and over and over again, different personalities, one after the other. And uh, like I said, you just, there's no training for that. At least they're not yet really. And you just either pick it up or you don't. That must be exhausting though to almost have to, you know, recreate the kind of interaction you have with somebody hour after hour after hour. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I can imagine it being, I guess, a little bit of a skill. I've just done it so long and now it's different. Like I don't even like wash my hands and go to the gym and come back and there's another client. I just flip a button and now it's John. We're talking about his feet. We're talking about basketball. We're talking about driving to the cottage. We're talking about bicycles. It's a very different conversation. Let's what's going on with the crock pot. And then we go to the, you know another client and she's got something going on with work. So we stay away from that because it stresses them. And we're going to focus on these things. We're talking about gardening because it's more important. And, you know, that stuff's really, really important. You want to talk about 12 years with somebody? Like, imagine all I did was tell you to do this exercise and then count. Now do this exercise and then count, right? It's you know, 12 years, no way. <laughs> so no let's, way. Say, let's say you've got 12, 12 clients, okay? You, you know, you said that you, sure. you carried on with 12. So let's just work with that base, 12. Okay, 12 for 12, so sure. Presumably, uh, you know, they're completely different. But, you know, if you're having... 12 different conversations a week. Yeah. I've learned an awful lot about an awful lot. It's what I mean by you learn a lot from other people, right? For sure. And I'm happy that all my clients are awesome people. I learn great things from them. You have your strengths. We talk about it. Um, it helps me with it. Even something like this with the podcast. Um, and uh, all my clients, everybody you meet has something, right? So, yeah, there's always more to learn. You hear that from good trainers is that you'll learn the most from your clients. You take a course all you want, but they'll teach you the most. Just listen and watch. So even though you know all these people and you've kind of figured out generally how to adjust your conversation, I suppose, from person sure. to person. Of course. Yeah, absolutely. Um, how do you keep your patience, though, all the time? I, I mean, you know, you're just a human being. And, you know, at, there must be moments where. I cannot stand to spend one more second with John. I just, like, I, I cannot stand it. I'm going to look away from uh, the FaceTime so I don't have to look at him. But I don't want him to know that. So how, how do you manage that exactly? It's, uh, it's, a, it's a love thing there, buddy. I love you guys. I love you for supporting me. I'm here to help you no matter what. If you're upset about something, that sucks for you. I'm sorry you feel that way, but I bet you, with a bit of a workout, talking about something different, we can make that go away. We can start to focus on good things, focus on you, focus on health. And so most of the time, and I get it too, sometimes there's just no talking, bad mood day, right? I'll just be that, I'll be that silence person with them and be like, no, they're set, another set. And they appreciate that. They know, I know they're not feeling the greatest. So we're going to just focus on the workout and then they feel better about it. And most of the time at the end of the workout, man, I was feeling like crap when I came in or when I first started. Feel much better, Dave. Thank you. Or whatever it might be. Sometimes just bad headache and like you know it's a neck problem so we'll work that out and they're just like oh no now they're just not so irritable anymore right so i try to work with how they're feeling right so um that's part of it and you're never going to get happy nancy every hour on the hour right some people are going to be up and down but the same thing remains this is an hour to train for you how we go about it you know i'll start conversations you don't finish them we'll move along right it's not a big deal not gonna get insulted by you not answering my question about 
what's going on with the gardening, right? And instead of just be like, all right, let's get back to those bird dogs, right? Get back to business. So you do it long enough, you get used to it. But I, I do, I have to re- try and remember my young coots days in the gym must have just been like ripping my hair out. Like, why don't you eat the things? Why are you not sleeping? Like still drinking alcohol and like, you know, judgment doesn't help anything. So that's, that's a good lesson I've learned. You want to talk about from uh, when we started till now, don't judge your clients, you know, be their best friend, support them no matter what. Those are things I really started to encompass more and more. You know, you ought to put together a series of uh, uh, sort of a, uh, a letter from coach to future personal trainers. So you want to be. a <laughs> So you want to get into the industry, huh? I am for sure. I think like out of all the things I've done in my life, that's something that someone who's starting in training, I could give some great heads up oh, and I even help them with their process. Yeah. Let alone, you know, that you're, you know, that you're still it's not for everybody. So where is it? It's up here, up here somewhere. Yeah. This guy here, this is George Brown college. These are just some lifting certs and stuff, but at George Brown, what was that? 2006. Yeah. So 2006 is when we all graduated. Started with 200 and something uh, students. We had 36 graduates Some. along those lines. Yeah, by second year, it was down to just under 100 and then petered off. And Because like, so, like, some things got program? really difficult. So. How long was the program? It was a three-year program that they compressed into two so that you pushed into the summers a little bit. Um, and it was a really strange program, whereas if you failed one class, one, you started all the way over again, beginning of the year. And every class, right? So even if you pass the other ones, you just had to do everything over again. And so it was really, it was a high pressure, you're going to be a trainer or you're not situation. And I think what that was, was helpful for me. Thing, what was it called? What was the program called? Uh, George Brown Fitness and Lifestyle Management. Uh, and they have it still now, but now it's like down by the water. It used to be by Casaloma campus there. Um, and that really kick-started kick me. Uh, that forced me to be like a good trainer right away. They really made us do everything. So um yeah, yeah, I can't say enough about them. I would, I would recommend it. Someone's like, "Hey, I really want to get into fitness." Yeah, you can go the get an online certification route, um, and that'll help. It's a good start. But if you get some quality education for a couple of years, you're going to come out of there knowing like way more than the average beginner uh, trainer. So I recommend it. But is a uh, is some kind of a certification? I mean, I see all these diplomas or various things, you know, behind you. But are these things required? To- Never in here to be a personal trainer? I mean, can somebody just uh, wake up one day and say, well, yesterday I was unemployed and today I'm a personal trainer? Close, pretty close. They have some certifications that if you grind out and study for a couple of weeks or even even less sometimes and then pass the tests, you can be certified. You do have to pay for that. And then you're technically certified because they give you the basics. Here's what how you work your lats and how you push and these are your quads. And so at the end of it, if you were paying attention and you apply it a little bit, uh, you might have the basics, but yeah, I've seen people literally start with people and that's all they have is two weeks of training on a book and they've been in the gym a few times. So yeah, you can start pretty scarce. That's why I recommend an education. It got me kickstarted. So do those people last? Not normally. That's a good question. Yeah. Uh, you were, you were saying that before I said, well, like out of graduates and then out of those graduates, I think I can name five or six of us that are still in the health industry. One of them's a chiropractor. The other one's doing some type of other therapy and nutrition. I might be one of the two or three trainers left out of 36 graduates, right? So a lot of people veer off. It's not for everybody, but I like how some people, they got into it for fitness, be a trainer, and eventually moved into chiropractic or nutrition or rehab. 
Um, there's a lot of ways to help people. But you seem to have incorporated pretty much all those things to some degree in what you do, right? Because, you know, my, the way I experience you is, you know, one minute you're sort of a textbook personal trainer, another year a nutrition consultant. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I just find that yeah, it, it has a lot to do with interest, I find. Like, you know, when I was 18 or 19, a lot of the reason I got into fitness, I was just obsessed with muscles. I was building muscles on this really skinny frame. I was a really skinny kid. So building muscles became an obsession and I started reading books on it and nutrition was fun for me to understand more and learn about. And that has continued forever. So yeah, I love sitting and chatting nutrition with people because I've done it for 17 years. Uh, well, even before I was training people, I was digging into what, what's a good diet, how much protein, all that kind of stuff. So and then uh, as I've continued my journey, I, only five or six years ago, really around when I was starting, maybe seven or eight years ago, around when I was starting my own thing, I learned how to become an exercise therapist. And that changed the game. Like I started addressing injuries like I'd never addressed them in my life. And so that really opened again, a Pandora's box. Like, hey, let's address your injuries. Hey, let's address your diet. Let's address your sleep patterns, uh, as well as let's address your fitness, which is what most people come to me for in the first place. So, uh, and not everybody wants everything, right? Give me an example of the, uh, uh, you know, addressing the injuries. Sure. Um, let's see. Let's use, uh, we'll call him, we'll call him Greg. I call my, this guy, Greg. So Greg's a long-term client, one of my 12 year clients there. And uh, he hurt his shoulder. He was golfing for a long time. I hadn't seen him in a month or so because he was traveling and stuff. He shows up, he's like, my shoulder, my shoulder. And uh, I'm like, maybe, maybe get it looked at if it's that bad. We had a hard time lifting it. But I was teaching exercise therapy at the time. So I was confident that I could look at it and very much help. But when he came back from the x-rays from the place he was at, they said, oh, that's a, that's a supraspinatus uh, tendonitis. And that could be uh, 10 years. This is what they told him, right? Yeah. He, his eyes exploded. He's like, you got to be kidding me, 10 years. Because they didn't really have an answer for him, right? But they said it's a tendonitis. So luckily with what I had learned through uh, Brennan Fox, a genius in, in therapy and in training for exercise therapy, I addressed his shoulder. I found out that it was an anterior capsular laxity, which means the front bones popping forward. There's exercises that you're going to want to do extra for that injury. So we did them. And, uh, you know, uh, within four weeks, fully functional, he's moving. Within four months, not a blip of pain, right? So, you know, 10 years. <laughs> That's, that, is, that is truly unbelievable. Yeah, and that's the kind of stuff I never thought I would do. And I was getting into fitness, it's built some muscles. I can teach you to lose weight, no problem. But all of a sudden, it's like a major shoulder injury. Well, uh, you don't see this person and that person. Instead, now I'm addressing it and trying to work with, you know, chiros and athletic therapists because sometimes they're big injuries and they need work. With you, you needed surgery after your accident, right? And then yeah. from there, we rehabbed it slowly. You were a little easier, right? Because it got put together and we just took slowly adding movements. But Sometimes, you know, not the injury route, you've got to you know, leave it alone and do certain exercises. So, but yeah, that's sort of an example of what I do in terms of injury prevention and, and getting after it. So you said that when you were, uh, I don't know, it sounded like around 20 or maybe a little less, that you, you described yourself as a skinny kid who wanted to build muscles. That's what you said. Yeah, 16, 17 years old. So I am, I'm, I'm still, I was still 6'2", and I'm still 6'2 now. And I was 140 pounds. Okay. I, I can remember. Now I'm about 205, 210, you know, sometimes 195. It depends if I'm training hard or eating less or more. Um, so, but at the bulk of it, I had put on about 80 pounds from my beginning journey. 
of of training. And that was pretty much all muscle. Large amount of it. I remember when I was at my peak there, I think it was like 12 or 13% body fat when I clipped it, which is still fairly low. Um, so yeah, a lot of it was muscle. And considering I was 140 pounds really skinny, I really went the opposite direction. It took a lot of time, ton of workouts, a lot of food. I like as you saw, I told you I lots of time studying food and nutrition and trying different programs and learning from coaches, lots of great coaches and lots of great certs. And yeah, so that was kind of the journey. It's amazing stuff. It started with me, right? And it turned into you guys, which is uh, way more fulfilling, right? Giving back every day. Well, yeah, you certainly had a very interesting journey, a lot of aspects to it. So here we are at 37. I mean, I can, you know, I can see that you're still, you know, pretty excited about being a personal trainer. Sure. Yeah. But, uh, you know, a healthy guy like you is likely to live a very long time. Do you see this as uh, the one thing you do with your life or what's next? I do think that it is something that sticks around forever. I really don't see myself hanging up the gloves and going for beer nights and, you know, crap food decisions and no longer exercising. I think I would have to hate fitness for that to happen. And I don't see that happening. So I see it being a part of my life for a long, long time. Uh, how I do it, maybe it's, uh, you know, larger groups. And I talk about nutrition and getting in shape, or maybe it's uh, just boot camps, or maybe it's, uh, you know, writing a book. I got enough I can fill books with with the things I've done over my years. So there's a lot that I think I'm excited because I'm my own boss, that those are all actual opportunities that can happen. When, when I was working for a, a business, I always realized this, you know, this is it. Like, if I'm going to retire here, it's just like uh, every day, you know, clients, clients, clients. Uh, you're I do that now. Right? Better off on your own than you know when I when I yeah. you're working at that place a thousand times better off. But I think most people are. You know, yes, yeah, and a lot of people aren't ready for it, right? Yeah, that's a big well, thing. Of course, you were uh, you were very very young at that time, so I don't think you were quite ready to be. To be. Uh, I wanted to. Uh, I wanted to do it right out of fitness college, and you know there was just this part of me that was like, ah, oh, it's going to be scraping. It's going to be tough. I don't know if I can, but I already knew I could get a job. So you know, it really took a long time. I went from your typical good life fitness, extreme fitnesses, to working in your rec centers, to working at athletic facilities, to then working in private healthcare. And I had so many degrees and so much experience underneath me. Going to work for myself felt right. It felt strong. It felt like I'll do well. Um, starting from the beginning, I would have had to really, like I said, I would have had to really push to get people and I wouldn't have had any experience. So uh, I do like the path I went where I loaded up on experience so that now that I do it, I, I have a good idea what to do. Well, I hope that you, you know, you're able to leverage all this stuff. I mean, the thing with you is at least the way I perceive you is that, you know, you're really on a mission to do good for people and yeah, which is unusual and you know, I'm very lucky. Weird, right? Benefit Weird. in this world, yeah. But I feel very lucky to have been a personal beneficiary of that. <laughs> but uh, you know, there are other ways that you can do that as well. I mean, isn't I mean, you, I know you love the the training thing, but isn't that just sort of a one one example of many? Of you know, you're you know, you're sort of a health evangelist, right? Yeah. Now I see what you mean. Uh, yeah, I would like to branch out and, and give more in, in other directions. I really love it when a client comes and challenges me with something I haven't had to use in a while, like getting body fat specific or someone comes to me and they really want to put on muscle. And it's been, you know, especially virtually a while since I said, so I like using 
multiple tools that I've learned over the years and finding ways to give them out would be, uh, would be ideal. And so that's why I said, I like your podcast idea. I think it'd be great to just chat with people of similar interests and get out some good ideas, help more people. A lot of misinformation in the fitness industry. Oh, I'm sure there must be. Well, there's a lot. It's a scary place. The one thing that, you know, I would define the growth of the internet and the online world is basically a process of massive disinformation and bad information. Yeah, it's hard to decipher, right? Someone just told me the other day they had a friend of theirs that followed something strict on the internet for a couple months and didn't work at all, and they've given up. And I was like, well, that's that's going to happen, right? You sort of, you just sort of, you know, rolling the dice, hoping that this guy actually knows what he's doing. And even if he does, he might, what he's doing might be only good for him, right? His genetics, his lifestyle, everything is different in comparison to you. So people try to go there and mimic everybody, but we're all so different. Um, so that it gets, it gets tough. Even if the guy seems to know what they're doing or girl, uh, just, it just could be that you're different than they are in a different place too, right? If you're very obese and that person's already in great shape, their diet is not quite what your diet should be yet, right? Um, so, you know, you're, yeah, it's you're just so much. You're custom health, custom health programs, aren't you? Custom health programs. Yeah, you know what? I remember when I built my website years ago, it needs an update. But that was kind of what was my message. I was like, I'm not going to give you cookie cutter stuff. I will spend time customizing you something. But cookie cutter stuff is very possibly not going to work for you because it's not going to work for everybody. It might work for a few people. So I like finding something that's specific. That's for one, the best program that you can do is the one that you will do. I love that saying, right? So people, oh, this program is superior than that program. And like the best program people will do will be the one that you do. And we found ourselves a way to get you on the camera a couple times a week. You've got to set up on your floor. You understand why you're breathing, why you're moving your spine, why you should fire up your glutes, how you should loosen your neck. And it's adapted to you, right? We get that every week. You feel better. I can tell you get right into those positions because you know your body needs them. And uh, and that's it's very specific to you. And what I'll do with you is different than with someone else based on their goals. So that is also the fun part. I don't think I could do this if I didn't have a creative aspect to it. Well, I think, or to put it another way, I think that you, you bring a sort of a creative and individual aspect to it. Uh, you know, which is what, what you like. I mean, you know, it's good. It's going back to the, you know, what you, the message is the lessons you're getting from each side of your family, right? You know, the, from your mother, the teaching side and your father, mm-hmm. sort of honest, good service side, you know, you're, yes, you're the, you know, you're yep. the perfect, uh, the perfect match for those things. Um, I try to think so too. Yeah. Well, like they, they gave me that. So I run with it. Well, you know, well, you know, my view is, of course, that, you know, that the Coots brand should become international <laughs> worldwide. You know, Everybody should know what a Coots is, right? That's well, you know, it's the great question of the 21st century. What is Coots? Or the way we should put it is, what should Coots be? Yeah, Coots maybe. Brand. Coots I mean, is never ending, always evolving. How's that? Well, you can far eclipse the bank. I mean, you know, of course, a famous bank in the UK. Exactly. Hey, listen, yeah, I should be getting some, you know, I share the same name here. Like, obviously. Using your name. They're, they're using your name. <laughs> using the Coots name. I've met a few of them that aren't related to me, actually. It's kind of interesting. Are you sure they're not related to you? Yeah, we had to dig deep. One of them, my sister literally had to dig deep because she dated a Coots that was nowhere related in any way. And uh, that's how they started talking. And then they started liking each other. And it was just like, we need to make sure. Like, yeah, it's a completely <laughs> different family of Cootses. But uh, yeah, it's funny running into them. Like, it's not a super common name, but it is 
uh, Scottish in its descent. Well, as I say, you know, there, it is a, it is a brand. It's a bank, right? In the UK. I mean, I yeah, exactly. You know, right in Piccadilly Circus, right in downtown London, there's a big building with coots all over it. Right. Right. Yeah. And I should be getting royalties. Come on. This is ridiculous. Well, at the very least, I'm sure, you know, it's, it's a high end, you know, I'm sure they have these premium credit cards and everything. At the very least, they ought to be giving you a premium credit card. <laughs> yeah, a little something, something, right? Give me a penny on every interaction, right? Well, they, you know, they should, they should be proud to have the name David Coots on one of their Coots. <laughs> yeah. Well, they got the last name there. But, yeah, we could argue with it. We'll see. We'll see. Well, this is fascinating. So have you got any particular plans for the even Have you been had clients all day on your birthday? I've had two or three today. So it was a light day for a Monday. And uh, the girlfriend and I went and got some brunch, which was nice. And, uh, you know, I got to talk to my family. FaceTime because they're in Sweden. Um, and uh, and yeah, just a couple more clients to finish off here. Like a normal Monday. I had a bunch of buddies over Saturday that felt like my birthday, even though today is my birthday. Um, so I'm ready to get back to work. Um, and I know some people are like, there's no way it's my birthday. I'll take my day. But I, I literally enjoy seeing you guys, helping you guys. And if I'm going to do nothing else other than sit on the you know, couch and watch TV, I'd rather work. Right. So might as well. Well, I think why not just you know make your birthday a birth week or something a birthday week take the whole week. Off. I think it's because I I don't like how people do that. They take a birth month, birth week. You get a day or two and you get that's it, right? Get back to it, right? So get some time to reflect. I did a little bit of that today. Reflection: What I want thirty eight to look like. Um, well, you know, so I tend far, to do that a lot more. So far, no, no, no slowing down. A commitment to continuing what you're doing. No, from a career standpoint, uh, I want to get better. I want to improve. There's more to work on, right? So um, when I always see that mountain to climb, it makes it fun. I think if I was at a top and there was nothing more to do, I'd be bored twiddling my thumbs. But fitness is never ending, especially the directions I go for nutrition and lifestyle and fitness and injuries. There's just so much to learn. So uh, there's still a lot that interests me, and uh, I definitely see it more and more and more and more for you guys. I love that. Like I learned something like, oh, that really helped, and I can take it right to a client, and it helps them, and it's a great feeling. Well, don't worry with the uh, decrepit lifestyles people have. I think that the need for your services is only going uh, to increase. Right, man, we need more of us. We're all in it together. Right? More people to, to spread the good word and help others who are you know stuck in their chair or had an accident or injury they can't resolve or you know, stomach problems. They don't know why. You know, it's all kinds of stuff that people are suffering, and there's lots of us to help. Well, I think that's right. And I think that this is a great message sort of to, to end the day on, which is something like this. At 37, it's clear the world needs more coots. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, uh, I would love to get to more people in a larger audience and, and give a good word to those who find things difficult or are having trouble in fitness and lifestyle and, and just, you know, hope, hope to help. That's what I hope to do every day with people is just help a little well, bit more. You can do that. You can do that, and you, and you should do that. All right. Well, let's see. Uh, you know, it is your birthday, so we probably should sort of draw this to a close. But uh, Yeah, this has been fun. You know, I mean, let's, so here you are, 37. You know, you've mapped out this great career as a personal trainer. Why don't we end with a message to all the people who want to be great personal trainers, like you, what would be the message that you would give to them? Well, I appreciate that you consider me a great trainer there, John. I will continue to try to live up to that. 
Um, but uh, my re recommendation to new trainers is uh, the two things. And it's the same two things I tell clients who want to get a trainer. And that's get experience and get educated. Right. So get in the gym, start working with people, get some books, get some courses, start learning. And that will really start a steamroll of learn, apply, learn, apply, learn, apply. And you will always have more people with more things to apply more of. But without that education, without that experience, I'm not sure you'll make it for very long. Right. So just continue with education and continue being experienced by continuing to do work with people. And it, it will it'll get you there. Right. It's some simple advice, but uh, education and experience, hands down. Well, so much of your success, I think, is that you truly love what you do. Passion is big. You can't force people to like the gym. If they think it's an easy route, they saw that a lot in fitness. Oh, yeah, I'm going to work the gym, a couple of clients. You know, you'll make $100 an hour, $80 an hour, whatever it is, and they think it's great. No. Then they do it for a month, and they're pulling their hair out, right? No, and they don't I, want to pull these 50-hour weeks. And yeah. So it's not for everybody. It's definitely not for everybody. So, um, you know, but if you have that passion, and you don't, you know, I don't know a lot of people think you have to be, Richard Simmons, full of energy to make this happen. You don't have to be. I have decent energy. I like to employ with people. But if someone's not a high energetic person, I'll come down to their level. Um, but, uh, you know, I know great introverts who are awesome, awesome trainers, right? They learn how to get their system and work with people intelligently and write programs. And, it, you know, so it's not a, a personality-based thing only. You can be introverted. You can be extroverted. As long as you're passionate about what you do and you give the best to your clients, um, you just need that education and experience to give them the best and the best as you continue on. Well, happy birthday, and let me close. John, thank you. Bud. Thanking you very, very much for your sticking oh. with me all these years, David. I'm here till the end there, John. Either I go or you go. I'm going to keep you healthy, buddy. Right? 100%. I'm here for you, my friend. And happy yep. birthday. Well, thank you, sir. Name is Coots. Coach Coots. <laughs>